Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is the read option. Welcome to the 2020 season, guys. Like, it's finally here. I've been waiting on the NFL season. Now, some people claim it started weeks ago. Did not start weeks ago for us because none of that counted. Because it takes us at least four or five weeks to understand exactly what's going on. And frankly, I still don't know. Do any but of you know what's going real. on? let's be real. Yeah, it's starting now because it's Tua time. Look at John going ahead and jumping the gun. That's that's one of the reasons why it started. But it 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 takes us weeks to understand because I don't understand the NFL. I'll be honest. I didn't have preseason. I'm not playing fantasy. Uh, corona has everybody out of whack. Liv, do you understand what's going on in the NFL right now? I, I, I just like the fact that there was a Tuesday night football. I was like, this is great. I'm okay with the rescheduling. <laughs> I can watch football every okay. flicking day of the week. But this is number one on my list, and this is the most confusing thing. I never know when football is going to be on. Like, yeah. for years, we have the days that are dedicated to football, and now sometimes we'll have a doubleheader on Monday. Sometimes it'll be on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. I, or 5 o'clock. I don't o'clock. know. I can't tell the difference between the MLB and the NFL. Yeah. Like, there was a Monday night game on at 5 o'clock. That's ridiculous. No, that's fantastic. A 5 p. Monday night football should just start Monday evening football. No, but like, John, we should get rid of, of us, the 8 p.m. Some of us game. have a life. Like, we have things to do. I can't stop and go watch football at 5 p.m. I just can't. Yeah, but you can I watch think... it at 6.30 after halftime. That's when the good part happens anyways. Oh, man. I, I like ending my night going, okay, I finished everything. It's 8 o'clock. Now I can watch the game. This, this doesn't Okay, a rebuttal to that, Liv. As an old person, I prefer the games to be on earlier because <laughs> right now I'm dealing with the World Series and Game 1 already kicked my ass. Uh, the NBA Finals kicked my ass. That's because I they have nine like innings. It doesn't matter. Anything <laughs> but those that not, starts those... at 8 is late for me. If they pitch one pitch per batter for nine innings, that game is going to be a half-hour long game. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I think everyone is confused at uh, the schedule. You don't know when teams are going to play. I, any day you wake up and you check uh, the ESPN Newswire, there could be a game postponed or just mm-hmm. completely wiped off the books solely because somebody tested positive so really up until kickoff on sunday we're all on pins and needles because we have no idea what's happening it's not that the person tests positive it's the a facility has closed oh crap first people like me is like let me see my fantasy football team how is this going to affect me wow i, didn't I don't think about know fantasy fantasy football has been affected so much like i've had to change my roster up so much just because it's like and now they have a buy like what I thought was going to be. Yeah, and I'm doing well. I just demolished Ammo last week. He had Andy Dalton as his last savior, and you guys know how that went. Yeah. I have a special place in my I heart feel so, because he's I, a redhead. Oh, my God. Get, get out of here with that. I feel so refreshingly disconnected from fantasy and all of that other stuff. It's great. Like, the bad part is a lot of these people that are doing stuff, I have no idea who they are. But the good part is I'm not stressed by that shit every week like I was for years. It, oh, the best year of my go. life was no fantasy football. I could tell you that. Like, when the year I didn't play fantasy, it was the best Sundays ever. You didn't have to worry about a thing. Next year, I'm retiring after this year. I, this is my last year of fantasy. It's not worth the headache. And you wonder why I stopped playing. I don't believe you. <laughs> Okay, so let's go for number one on the list of things that we absolutely know. 
the NFL leadership, well, much like American leadership, and Bahamian leadership for that matter, greatly underestimated the Rona. I think we can say that. Oh, it says he's reconnecting. I, I reconnected. I'm re- I'm connected. Should I say that part again? Okay, I'll yeah. say that again. All right. So let's go with number one on our list of things we absolutely know. The NFL leadership, much like American leadership and Bahamian leadership for that matter, greatly underestimated the Roma. Because I don't feel like the NFL was prepared for this at all. Liv, your take on how prepared the NFL was to face Rona. I don't know if there was another way to do it. Do you have another alternative besides a bubble? It just doesn't work like the NBA. So I, to be honest, I don't actually know what the answer was. It's not well done, but is anything well done during COVID? I'm giving people passes these days. You know, we criticize the Bahamian government. There's lots of things you can do right. But at this point, it's like, I don't actually have an answer either. That's my response. <laughs> John. First of all, God bless football. Um, it's something to do. As you all know, I watch college football too, which this season is just a wash now. So screw college football. Um, but unless oh, yeah, you could tough do loss, what, Tough loss yeah, last week. Jesus. Unless, unless you could do what the NBA did, it's not going to be perfect. Even baseball wasn't perfect. Look at baseball at the beginning of the season. Like the entire Marlins team and the Phillies caught COVID and the Cardinals. So they had to push schedules back, but at least baseball isn't like football where you could play double headers. But with what, 53 men on a roster, 100 people traveling at a time, it's just too difficult to do a bubble until you get to the playoffs. I guarantee when the playoffs hit, there will be a bubble. They've already spoke about it. Dallas and Los Angeles, they will have that bubble come playoff time. But right now, there's nothing you really can do. Like, Everyone's going to end up catching this somehow in some way. So it is what it is. I think even That's if they tried, good. even if they tried, I think that they, they you're still going to have instances. I can see that they have what penalties in place for not wearing masks and all those things. And you're trying your best as far as the faculty and the staffing and stuff like that. But you're not going to be able to get everyone foolproof. It's just not going to happen. So I don't think I'm actually overly critical of them because it's just it's not like the NBA. It's really difficult to manage all of those bodies traveling home field advantage is completely gone all of that goes out the window so it's like what what are you able to do but you mentioned baseball and how the it, it did not look like the MLB was going to be able to finish that season early on because the Marlins and the Phillies thing happened back to back and then the Cardinals thing happened but after that it was completely quiet the NFL it already seems like they've surpassed the amount of cases that that uh that baseball happened and what's so different with the NFL is when it happens to quarterbacks when it happens to big time stars or the major skilled position players it completely changes the product on the field mm-hmm. so on um, barring some unforeseen circumstance i don't feel like it's going to slow down in the NFL at all but what are they going to do like what's the option keep Cam well, locked up in a box they should do <laughs> a lot of people say what they should do is not play so, oh no there's no that. no still play no no we're just gonna yeah, look back at this play. year and know it was a wash like we're just gonna know that oh that was a 2020 season air quotes we know what that meant but we still had something to fa- the fact that you have nothing to look forward to i'll tell you one thing on sunday i sat down at 12 o'clock and i just said ah, it's so nice to have football i had nothing to show for 2020 2020 was just trash and all i literally have is football on sundays tuesdays mondays thursdays and Saturday afternoons. 
Wow. Here's what okay, we can so do. every day you have football. <laughs> yeah. Here's a good NFL solution right now. What you need to do is first get rid of the entire NFC East. You could just eliminate them from entire contention in the NFL. Second, we're going we get to get to them in our third yeah. segment. We'll, we'll get the Jets. And elim- yeah, no, we should just eliminate teams by the week. It should just be eliminated by the week. And then you reschedule the games with the good teams. So this season would just be like the most epic NFL season because it'd be good games every week. No, but and that's if playoffs. people stay healthy. You could have all the good games and good teams that you want. But if they if they get sick, they get sick. They can't come on the field. That's not just about the contagious. More people, no, the, the more people you eliminate immediately, the quicker we can get to a bubble. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's what you're looking at. They just got to yeah. make it but, to the playoffs, man. And once that happens, then we'll be good. But even then, like you like you just said, Liv, we're not safe even if they make it to the playoffs. Because, okay, take for instance, when when Gilmore was tested positive, the amount of detective work that everyone on the internet did just to see the exact measurement of how close he got to Patrick Mahomes' face, everyone was panicking. Because <laughs> if Patrick Mahomes gets the Rona, the NFL is done. Like, there's no replacing that. There's no oh, they're definitely that. post... They will give the Chiefs four bye weeks if they had to. Like, don't worry about that. The Chiefs will get their bye weeks, and Mahomes will come back. You also like, have to keep can, in mind that he might get not get sick. You can get rid of nearly anybody else. You cannot get rid of him. He might have, have the Rona, but not be symptomatic. There's still all those other options that can exist. So, And I believe if he was asymptomatic, they would absolutely lie to us. Yeah, why not? And Patrick Mahomes would play. Yeah. Well, then, no, Which that's bring, dangerous because he could get other people sick. And you see some of them big boys out there, they they might be... asymptomatic. <laughs> if yeah, you're but, asymptomatic, you can still infect someone else. Yeah, but, Olivia, they don't care about that part. They care about the football and the making money. I don't think they actually care about the health about of About someone people. dying? You could die. Yeah, I don't, think they, I don't think they care about that. The game is football. I think that they kind of care, but it might not happens. be as important. Yeah, okay. Apologies. <laughs> you can this, tell you work Pat- with the industry. This Patrick Mahomes we're talking about. That's what I'm saying. This is, this is Aaron Rodgers like eight years ago. No. Think and, about that. And then you know what would happen? That, hey, I, I, I heard that dig. And then what would happen is you, <laughs> yes, you then have... No, you then have PR show up and say, what happens when this leaks? And they realize that you guys did this. Someone's going to talk to them. And then the next question would be, did anyone die? No. But did okay. you if die? If someone did die, then then that's a problem if someone did die. But if no one died, it'd just be like, eh, but football was good. <laughs> oh, all of, all of that was the backdrop to number two on our list of things we know. The Chiefs are incredible. Mahomes is otherworldly. And it looks like they're going to repeat. Like, you think so? It, it certainly looks that way. With the with the emergence of CEH in the backfield, and now they got Le'Veon Bell on top of that, what is actually going to stop Is them? Le'Veon like, Bell going to last? One or two, yeah, it doesn't matter if he lasts. They may have a running back that's better than him right now already in the backfield. Mm. So now they got two of those guys. I mean, the thing about it is, them losing one or two regular season games absolutely doesn't matter it to doesn't. me. Because once you, once you get to that point that they're at, that they've been operating on the last two three years really i don't think the regular season games matter like at all i just need Le'Veon to get some points in week 15 16 and 17 of the nfl season because <laughs> he's on my fantasy team this so, is what fantasy does that's this what fantasy is what it does, does right here 
You look at but everything the, with the wrong view. That's it, what happens. No, but but here's another take. How did Adam Gase not know he had an elite quarterback? Um, everyone flourishes when they leave Adam Gase. I don't know if you recognize that. Um, I know Tannehill is the obvious thing to look at, but <laughs> look at what Robbie Anderson is doing in Carolina. And Teddy Bridgewater really only throws checkdowns, and Robbie Anderson is second in the league in receiving yards. He couldn't do anything like that with the Jets. So the formula is you leave Adam Gase, you become great. Like, if he, if his wife leaves him, she will probably become <laughs> she'll marry know, Russell the Wilson, <laughs> finest woman on the planet. <laughs> she may buy Jeff Bezos, become, become, right? Be a billionaire, become a perpetual meme. Yeah, <laughs> I I I don't know. Okay, I got another one for things that we absolutely know. Derrick Henry will never be properly valued. Oh, definitely not, man. That dude is. His paws too big, like <laughs> paws. Ah, uh, no, that, that's all you could say. Watching him on the field is like watching those clips that they put on um, Instagram mm-hmm. of they're like, look at this kid playing against this other kid at the yeah. same age, and he's like four times the size of them, and he just demolishes them. It's like that's what Derrick Henry looks like, but it's real life. You know what's strange? How the hell does someone his size that runs over everyone continuously gets 90-yard runs? Like, you never see that. He's a bulldozer. Did you not that hear what he said? impossible that he runs They're away like, from people. He ran 21.4 miles an hour, and he's like, that's slow. He's like, what? <laughs> how is that slow? Like, how fast do you, do you really want to be a train? Because he will legitimately kill someone if he's going 25 miles an hour and so, runs into them. You don't have to worry about COVID. You have to worry about Derrick Henry. So Derek Henry also, being also with, COVID a bit. with Tannehill, how do you feel as a, as Dolphins, uh, Dolphin fans? I'm happy for him. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to apologize to Ryan Tannehill. Um, yeah, bro. Do we you, know? You, yeah, no, I, I will. Y'all really didn't I ragged rate on him. him a lot. For, for, yeah, we didn't rate him like that. And you know what? You're a pretty good quarterback <laughs> in the right situation. But this is why this is why I ask about us undervaluing. Uh, or properly valuing Derrick Henry, though, because you could very much argue that all of this Tannehill stuff that is happening is completely a byproduct of Derrick Henry legitimately being that good. Absolutely. Yeah, but, but Tannehill's been making those good throws, too. Like, he, he, it, I guess it might be the effect, like you said, with Derrick Henry just elevating everyone else's game. But remember, when Tannehill got drafted, he was praised as the best thrower in the class and this and that, and he's finally living up to... Like, he, he's a legitimate Super Bowl contending quarterback now. Before, it was yeah, just but, like, he's a decent quarterback. But now he's he's in the category of he is a legitimate top, what, five quarterback in the league. But that's any good opinion. quarterback, if they have the right balance, is going to be able to uh, shine like that. I think that's that's what the uh, answer and, and, and that's that's the thing, though, because with the Dolphins, with the Dolphins, he was expected to be the guy. Like, he got drafted to be the guy. Nobody expected him to be the guy in Tennessee. He came in there as a backup. This was supposed to be his last resort. And then he goes to the best rushing attack in the NFL with this beast of a person that runs for 200 yards at will. It makes his job a whole lot easier. And Ryan Tannehill was was always good at play action. Like John used to famously call him play action daddy. Play action (laughs) daddy. He was always good at that. But now that's all he has to do. 
everything is built around that. He's not asked to sit back there in the spread offense and try to pick a defense apart. That's not what he's doing. Let's ask Olivia this. Olivia, you put Aaron Rodgers on the Titans right now. Do they win the Super Bowl? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, what took you so long to say that? I no, I I I'm not I'm not, you know, I'm not blindly loyal, you know. I know that Aaron Rodgers is an incredible player, but you have to, I was thinking about coaching and everything else too and, you know, defense, O-line, that kind of stuff because right now our problem is our O-line. Jesus, don't even get. Can we not talk about our game just pretend like it didn't happen? Okay, the Dodgers literally brought in Victor Gonzalez to throw one pitch. Like, that was amazing just now. All right, another thing on this list that we absolutely do know. If you blow a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl, your franchise will probably never recover, and everybody that had anything to do with it will get fired. They should get fired after the Super Bowl. They should have been fired that night. Not five years, not a couple years after the fact. They should have been getting fired as soon as the clock hit zero in that overtime. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. We're blowing up the franchise, and we're moving. We're moving from Atlanta. They should have just moved. That that should have been it. But the funny <laughs> thing is, I, if I was betting on games, I would have bet on them to win that very next game after Dan Quinn got fired because that always happens. Yeah. Always happens. It wasn't a surprise. That's just, just the residual effect of the guy that we hate is no longer here. Mm-hmm. We're going to play hard to prove that it was his right. fault. And then they go and they smoke the Vikings. Does Boy, anybody the Vikings else up? Are, um, Vikings are overhyped. Um, yes, thank you very much. Please, someone Always. say it. Because <laughs> of I remember someone read me uh, a few years ago talking about, I need to watch out for Kirk Cousins. I was like, I am not scared of this man or that Jesus team. Christ, do not. Do not watch out for Kirk Cousins. No. Does anybody else have anything that we absolutely know? Because I'm ready to move on to things that I still have no idea Tom about. Tom Brady. It for all what that do we I know about Tom Brady? <laughs> but that that goes under the list of things that I still have no idea about. You know what? Let's go. Just, just go to it. I have no idea about these things. All of this is still up in the balance, and it probably will be until like we hit double digits. In so I want you to know season. something. Yeah. On when we when the game was on, uh, I was talking to Kevin. He was like. Man, I turned the game off. This was in the first quarter. I said, don't be so dramatic. I was like, plenty of time left us to play football. I know how we go. We can lose this. We can make it look good, but we can still lose, blah, blah, blah. And so this is me. You never know. Anything could happen. This is me trying to be like, I wanted to have some jarring throughout the game, and he giving up too early. And I say, you never know. It could be a turnover, a little pick six here. Someone could have an injury. And the minute I said that. Then he dropped five touchdowns on your head. No, the minute I said that, the pick six happened, and I was like, I think I just jinxed us. <laughs> And we you just blew the you whole did. game. You First of all, did. you gotta know Kev. Kev could always say that he could be. They could be up by a hundred, and he could say you just fell for a reverse jinx. Yeah. yeah, I know about this. Mm, <laughs> he looks iffy. Second, he never had Tom Brady. He had Brad Johnson <laughs> win the Super Bowl with him. This is Tom Brady. This is like if the Dolphins would get Aaron Rodgers in like a two years from now, I would have confidence that he would win games. Like. Come on now. This is Tom Brady. What do you expect? I mean, I don't think we should worry about them. They have a really good team, but it's going to take time. So when I see things happen to the Bucs, I'm like, yeah, that's probably what should happen when a major part of the team is new. Like, it's not not going to look like what it looked like with the Patriots when he was there for 20 years. Like, it's going to take some time to happen. They... 
and this was already a shortened season so all of that it, there's a magnifying glass on all of that right. stuff so you gotta expect them to have some kind of ups and downs yeah because you have no no you have no time to train you have no preseason, and you just ro- walk in the door and it's like hey week one let's go so if we have um bill belichick separated from tom brady do we now decide who of the two was actually the most influential because no. I imagine we, we that no, Tom would leave and the bill would still be amazing. We we gotta wait for that because it's still you have you have to wait till the end of the season I think to make that decision. I don't think we'll ever know. I don't think the end of the season is gonna determine that. I mean, it'll give people some content to talk about, but because okay, were the so Patriots great Brady, because if, they were together is what I'm saying. Yeah, I I don't think one either one of them is going to get more credit than the other one because. The way it's looking right now, people are going to give the edge to Brady just because the Patriots are what under five hundred right now mm-hmm. at this point. But <laughs> they're behind the Dolphins. I mean, they also didn't have <laughs> yeah. Cam for one, an entire game as well. Yeah, that. But that's what. I, but nobody's going to. Nobody's gonna put that kind of nuance into the conversation. They'll just look at it and say, oh, I mean, the Patriots we are doing bad." <laughs> we are. <laughs> Do you think we're? We are not the casual fan. I promise you. <laughs> We are not the typical fan. Do you think Mas- right. do you think do you think Boston's accepting of Cam? No. No. <laughs> Boston was no. even accepting they, of Bill Russell. He is the most opposite no. of Tom Brady you could think of. <laughs> Olivia, let me let me tell you something about Boston, okay? <laughs> Boston will love what you do. They will not love you. Right. Yeah. That that's not happening. I agree. I just think they found the most uh Obviously, <laughs> not polar <laughs> opposite. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Like the biggest, burliest black man you could think of with hair that does not <laughs> even look like regular black people. Like this is no Patrick Mahomes. This isn't. I could pass for. A, I don't know what is he. No, we got Cam. <laughs> you know, but you, you know what? Bill Belichick didn't see none of that. You know what? Bill Belichick was seeing. This is somebody that won MVP, and I could get him for so cheap. Yes. I agree. With Bill. I know saw. Bill wasn't seeing that, and I appreciate that. But I'm just thinking about the fans. Like, what does that look like? I'm kind of yeah, glad yeah. that they're not look, in the stadium. This is the same. This is same fan base that loves Gordon Hayward to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same fan but base. They, they do not have that same love for Jason Tatum. They was ready to run Jason Tatum out of out. the city when Marcus they lost. Marcus Smart in the almost got sent. Jalen Brown almost got sent. But Gordon Hayward, man, he's hurt. Just give him time. Just give him time. That is Boston sports for you. Y'all switching over Thank to you, basketball. John. That, like that's I know it. Anything shot. about the Celtics? Okay. <laughs> Things that I have no idea about. Are the Raiders for real? John, go. Well, first of all, no. The Raiders <laughs> are not for real. Um, it's 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 a gimmick. I think that it, it's just you know. When it comes time for real football, they are going to get smoked by one of the top teams in the AFC. Who is going to stop Derrick Henry? That's the question I'm going to pose. Who's going to stop Pat Mahomes? Those two are going to be in the AFC Championship game. I'm calling it now. I know that. You know what can stop them? Las Vegas. The city of Las Vegas. How does that work? The thing is, they're going to have better records than them, and it's going to be in a bubble. So, they ain't really going to Vegas. Here's my question. Olivia, how does are that the Raiders work? for real? They're not. But how does that work when you have <laughs> a no fan base? Like, I, I, I just, I'm curious. Like, how does that work? You move into a place. It's not like you're a place in some place that used to have one. No, like, you move to Las well, Vegas. From, how do you say I'm a from fan? From my knowledge, the people in the 
some people like in Northern California who were uh, like in the Sacramento, Stockton, Fresno area who were Oakland fans have moved their uh, allegiance to the Las Vegas Raiders, which is still confusing to say because like you say, Las Vegas is just a, a tourist town. Like you're going to have no what, one lives there. You know, the, you go there to work, but you don't live there. Yeah, no, agreed. It's going to be funny. They didn't even look. This is how bad it is. They said that they're not going to allow any fans throughout the entire year because they know that they have to rely on people from out of town to come in to fill that stadium. Yeah, that's that makes sense. I guess they was betting on uh, COVID. <laughs> Oh, how convenient. <laughs> we don't have any fans anyway. <laughs> Who's the driving only person betting on COVID was 45. And, and I still say he ain't had that shit. But anyway. <laughs> uh, Kirk Cousins. Do we know yet? Kirk Cousins feels like Ryan Tannehill 2.0 to me. Do we know yet if he's good or not? Because I don't know. No. Kirk Cousins is no, one of those he, like fluky uh, quarterbacks. He's have a few shining moments he, like Matt um, Stafford. magic. Yes. He's like a Fitzmagic and Stafford. He's a Fitzmagic. That's who he is. But not as old and not as fun. Then why does he get paid the GDP of a small country? Because people love to overreach for the quarterback position. Because he's white. Yeah. And Minnesota. I'll I'll take both. Both (laughs) answers are correct. (laughs) Okay. Another thing I still have no idea about. Why? Why, why, why? Do the Cowboys continue to draw more attention than anyone else combined? No matter how good they are, no matter how bad they are, the Cowboys are the lead story on air. Listen, the day after the Lakers won the title, the number one talking point on every show was Dak Prescott's ankle. Well, I mean, that was I pretty dramatic. I that the Cowboys had that. No, but that was like an Alex Smith thing. That was like a Joe Theismann. That was a really bad it was, break. It was... Olivia, Gordon Hayward stop. had the same injury. It's salacious. It was not Alex Smith or big, Joe Theismann. No, because he's a big... No, because he's a, he's a quarterback for that kind of team. That's why. But that's my point, though. Why are they that kind of team? They are America's like team, Prescott, and they're in the biggest state of the of the country. Yeah, that still should not be leading over anything else. I'm sorry. I don't understand the Cowboys' fascination. First of all, Dak Prescott's a nice quarterback, but Dak Prescott is, what, maybe top 10? No, no, he actually really does. About it? He's actually a really good quarterback. He's just not. I don't think because of the way the Dallas organization is set up, they don't allow people to come in to actually challenge anyone. They keep bringing in the the boys. They keep bringing in friends. And I'm sorry, there's a reason why we let Mike McCarthy go. I don't think he's going to do well there. Well, didn't the Cowboys so just come out um, ripping, saying they're ripping the coaching staff, saying they don't know how to coach? Like, it, it, I think it goes. It's everything. It's just a fun franchise to watch because they're so bad and they somehow make the playoffs. And everyone is always they saying, They make the playoffs the boys, because the NFC the East is trash. The NFC East it's, has never had any contention. Yeah, I know. Except when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Go figure. But that, that's just how crazy it is. It's just... First of all, when the Lakers won, they should have been talking about LeBron James for 72 hours straight. That's Let's just get what that out of the way. I'm so, Dak, yes, your, your ankle get burst up. We saw you on Instagram. <laughs> so, I hope you get well. But so this is, goes to show the importance of you should have signed that contract, that big contract they offered you because you never know what's he really going to happen. It, it wasn't like it was a small contract that they were offering him. They were still going to make him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. 
I mean, now the Cowboys are looking at him like, hmm, we could probably get him on the cheap next year. We just franchise him again, and what are you going to do? We got to see if that ankle's good, and then if he's never back to his, his form that he was. The, the Cowboys just interesting. And then you got Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is just an idiot. He should sell the <laughs> he team. He is an idiot. He really should. Uh, and it, it does start from the top down. I think that because of the fact that they've they had their success in the past, you have so many people who are still holding on to that faith. It's like Dolphins fans. You still got, we had a perfect season. They still 1972. There. 1972. Exactly. Do you season. know how long ago 1972 was? When you do the math, it's not 30 years ago. It's 50. Do you know how long ago that is? So 50 year anniversary, bup, bup, 2022. You guys are just. <laughs> okay. Oh I'm, I'm, I'm going to put these two into the same category because I'm just as confused on both Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield. What the hell? What was the first name? I don't know. Josh Allen. Josh oh. Allen. Uh, so is Baker Mayfield doing well? Like, it's hard. I can't tell. Exactly. No. No. He, he's trash. Here's my thing. There's no reason why Blake Boulder should not be a quarterback in the NFL because some of these quarterbacks are trash. They are trash. I, I, yo, I know Blake wasn't putting up the gaudy numbers, but he was not as bad as these quarterbacks. I'm going to start getting on now. Uh, Josh Allen Josh Allen isn't that bad. Josh Allen, I think, has a good... But Baker Mayfield is just... Nah. But John, we don't... We don't know with Josh Allen, though, because the sample size for him being bad is so much bigger than the sample size for him being good. <laughs> yeah, but when he's good, he's good. Like, I've never seen a Baker Mayfield game when you've been like, wow. Like, right. Josh Someone Allen actually reminds me of a Drew Bledsoe. Like, mm. he reminds me of Drew. Because Blue, Blue Dress Bledsoe was never the type of quarterback that would... He had the arm, he had everything, and he had his wow moments. John. Josh Allen only has to put together a wow... <laughs> Three seasons, and that's it. You just said blue dread, so <laughs> Drew Bledsoe. It blue. It fit though. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Bledsoe. Whatever. I actually Maybe like my... the other. I like the other name better. Yeah. What was it? What was it? Blue Redso. Blue Dreadso. <laughs> blue Dreadso. I've been. I've been. He's so dread. I've been he's locked so up for so long that I. I haven't been speaking properly, so you know. You're I've been in America. Miami, so. I might be um, picking up the Spanish uh, slang. Yes, Spanish. All right, speaking of speaking of Miami, now it's time. Olivia, clear out. We're gonna run an ISO play for John. Everybody, move to the other side of the court. Just give him the ball and let him go to work. John, okay. it's two a time. Go. First of all, right? <laughs> I like the pick, and I'm gonna stick to the I didn't like the pick. I thought we could have gone a different route. Now, do I want him to be successful? Of course I want him to be successful because I want to be able to stop saying 1972 when I wasn't even born was the best year of the damn, you know. I want to be able to get a Super Bowl in my lifetime. But I don't think they should have benched Fitzmagic. I think that he was doing enough to lead the team to get the wins and to help tour learn during the games. Like, to me, it's one of those things where I was just like, yeah, Tua, those two handoffs look so good, right? Just BSing. And then all of a sudden, he's the starter. It's just like, I don't know. I would prefer him to sit on the bench the whole year. That's just I my mean, take. if y'all can lose anyway, might as well let him play. No, no. <laughs> That's how you shatter confidence of quarterbacks. Wait, you look were BSing about the handoffs? Because those two handoffs were great. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. They were great, but I'm just saying, I don't think they were... 
great enough to make him the starter. I don't know. I don't know, man. I did not see anybody hand the ball off. I haven't seen anybody hand the ball off that great since Marino retired. That's because he had it off left. It was a left-handed handoff. We're not used to seeing that. That's it was that's so exotic. Thing. It was so exotic. And then <laughs> it was the two different. passes. He has a one hundred percent completion percentage. Guys, you, you do you, know want to know a confession? Yes. No. I don't watch okay. Miami Dolphins games unless they're playing the Packers, because okay. all my life I've been subjected to watching Dolphins games because that's the only games that would play on basic. <laughs> Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to forward you the clips that I took of Tua so you could watch them because I did record them on the phone. Great. So you could at least least see that. No, seriously, send it to me. Because I literally will be like, I ain't watch no Dolphins game. I'm just not doing it. (laughs) Okay, I will say this. I was kind of surprised by the the Tua reaction. Reactions? The reaction from Ryan Fitzpatrick. Because he was pretty vocal about saying he felt heartbroken. How many pitches are the Dodgers using? (laughs) Sorry. He was saying how he felt heartbroken, but he's going to be supportive, which leads me to believe that he's not actually going to be supportive. But that, I don't know. You don't see that kind of thing in football locker rooms. Like, that's, they... They treat that like it's like it's going to war. How everyone's sticking together, and it's you're with the locker room or you're nothing. So I was kind of surprised, like, to hear a dissenting voice with that kind of thing, especially at the quarterback positions, because they teach quarterbacks to say nothing. And he didn't he go to Harvard or something? He did, yeah. Yeah, he's a smart man. But here's the thing: remember when Ammo used to intern for you? Yeah. That's like if Ammo was interning, and then they said, "Hey, now." Ammo's going to take your spot, and you're going to become the intern. Maybe not the intern. How would you feel? Not necessarily, though. Because, okay, but here's how why that, that's this situation. What do you mean not necessarily? T- because this situation is different. When you draft somebody like where they drafted Tool, it's obvious that he is coming in to be the heir apparent. That's not the same thing with interns. The thing is, once Tua got there, listen, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you just mentioned him being smart and going to Harvard. He knows he, who he is, okay? He knew he his knows days were numbered. Yes. He, but, but his entire career, he's been a placeholder at always. every single stop. How many teams has he played for? Like eight? I'm he's played for all. everyone in the AFC East, I think. Like, this is what no, he, he does. Has, he, he hasn't will, played for, he hasn't played for yeah, England. He hasn't played for the Patriots because why the hell would Bill Belichick do that, right? Exactly. But he knows, he knows what his role is. Like, you know what... My thing is, the Dolphins... Uh, decision probably always was Tua's going to be ready by November. And I think that's the only reason you make that you make that decision now because you always had November as the date that he's going to come back. And I he's think that's always done was, one year stints for ready. the last eight teams is what I'm so sorry. I mean, I mean, and I get, I, I, mean, the, I, against I think the Olivia, I think Olivia, I think Olivia is right on this point, right? Like, if you know two is the guy and you feel like he's ready, then what are you actually waiting for? Because people draft a lot of these quarterbacks to be ready to play right now. I know some people sit and some people wait, and you saw that's what happened with Mahomes. But you also see that Justin Herbert is directly in there right away, and he's playing well. Like, Joe Burrow is playing well. The way uh, these teams run offenses in college right now, they... They tailor that for these quarterbacks to play right now. So if you think two is ready and you're ready to move on and you're building the team around him, then why not just go for it now? 
So you're saying that Justin Herbert being a starter, that's what they wanted. So they intentionally poked Tyrod Taylor in the lung and punctured <laughs> I mean, it. <laughs> while he was getting a painkiller to be able to um, Don't get me started with starter. conspiracy theories because my number one team is the Dolphins, but my number two team is all of the black quarterbacks. So what I do is I always check what they're doing, whatever they're doing on Sunday. And when that happened to Tyrod Taylor, I, you know, one eyebrow went up like the rock and I was kind of concerned, like, what do we have going on here? Like, what's happening here? Like, I was, eh, was kind of that. Was that. It was like, that was weird. That out, was weird. He's out with a chest injury. Okay, then three days later, and punctured he punctured lung. his lung. Like, what <laughs> type of needle did they use? Was like, it like from a movie? We're like, ah, into the chest. <laughs> Has he even come back from that yet? <laughs> no. They said he wasn't upset. I'm like, what? Really? No? Okay. He wasn't upset. Yeah, they said he wasn't upset by it. said, oh, mistakes happened. He wasn't, it didn't bother him. I'm like, you don't get to start. What are you talking about? He must be getting a ridiculously good settlement or some shit. I don't know. Or oh, because man. of the injury, That's he the, gets oh, paid because it was their negligence. Listen, this no, no, he the, gets paid more money. He's got an upper management position waiting for him. If he's not upset, then he's the first person in the history of Earth to not be upset that his lung just got punctured. <laughs> He's the only one. It's just him. Like, nobody else <laughs> is there. Especially if it was by mistake. Like, oops. 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 My bad. I'm a doctor. Oh, I think I punctured your lung. Can you still breathe? Does that okay. mean I can't you play? Got, right. you, got, you got two lungs. What do you need that one for? Can't play. Oh, Football. Shucks. Darn it. Let's go, let's go to our list of teams we can eliminate right now. We don't have to pay any more attention to them at all. John, I'll, we'll go one at a time. John, I'll let Wait, you name Wait, no. One first. Entire NFC East. The next. NFC East. That's, <laughs> no, we, but, but here's the thing. We can't eliminate the entire NFC East because at least one team has to make the playoffs. Yeah, but we can still eliminate them all. Because like, they're not going to make it through the playoffs. One, and whichever one makes the playoffs, we just put back in the hat. Remember, there's two wild card places. There's an extra wild card place. So they're automatically going to get... They're going to be gone quick. They're going to be gone quick. How how do you not go Jets first, though? Like, I know the NFC East is bad, but the Jets has it. They have an opportunity to be historically bad. No, it's like, okay. I don't think anyone in the NFC East is as bad as the Jets are. No, that's do fine. Do you see who the coach for the Jets is? Is, yeah, Adam Gates. Yeah, for right now, that dude is trash. They deserve to lose every game with him. That's how dumb the franchise was for hiring him. Okay, so we're going Jets. We're going Washington Football Team. We're going Giants. I don't think you can eliminate the Cowboys. No, you can't. I've eliminated them. They're done. I mean, the entire I... the entire division is eliminated, so we don't actually yeah. care. Here's my take: Phil- Philadelphia is going to win a division, so. Yeah, they're yeah. all li- they're all yeah. done. All right, and I think we can also eliminate the Jets. Atlanta, Atlanta, Chargers and Bengals. No, we, no, you can't eliminate the Chargers and Bengals. Why yet. not? This isn't just about playoffs. This is about who's at least interesting, and you would have some interest in watching. Oh, it. that's what you mean. Any... Oh, that's what you mean. Okay, so oh, so okay, hold yeah. on. We have to change. We have to change our, our stance. Then, as a media house, we have to. Say the Cowboys are going to be interesting the whole year. No, they won't. They won't be at all. Like I totally, <laughs> I totally get the Cowboys thing. Why did they bring Dustin May in this game? Oh Jesus Christ! The Dodgers are going to lose. <laughs> well, Atlanta we could eliminate for sure. They're done. 
Why is he using so much pitches? This is so fucking hey, focus, annoying. focus, focus. Anyways. All right, sorry. Uh, Atlanta, yes. Yeah, we... Okay. Atlanta, yes. Jets, yes. I'm not going to say Washington football Cincinnati. team. I'm not going to say Cincinnati because you want to see how Joe Burrow does. I'm not going to say San Diego. They're not San Diego. I'm not going to say the Chargers because you want to see how Justin Herbert does. The but Jaguars, I think. the same can... thing as saying they're done. They're done. They're not making the playoffs. It's over. Sayonara. They could just eliminate oh, them I'm... from the season. If they stop playing football tomorrow, no one would notice. I think people would. Um, the Jaguars, I think you can eliminate them. Absolutely. As well. Should have kept Blake Bortles. <laughs> right. Can someone right, can someone sign a, Kaepernick? I think, <laughs> no, that's not that's never gonna happen. I've given up on that. Have and you given up? It, actually, actually, bringing it up will only cause me to hate the NFL. You know what might happen? So, 2020 has so many curveballs. Maybe we're gonna get a good one for once. We're not. <laughs> no. We're not. No. All right. This was a good week back, guys. Welcome to the NFL. Good week one. You have to put it in air quotes. Welcome to the NFL. No, no, um, not air quotes, like real quotes. It's actually back now. Thank God they got out of this inning. All right, I got to go concentrate on the World Series. I got to go. Bye. (laughs)